Don't call me guy, friend. Did you see they had like a 25th anniversary concert? I did. I didn't see it, but I it's, I know it's it was free on their like on their website. Is it really? Yeah. They used to. Is it on Paramount had, Plus too? It's on Paramount Plus. Uh-huh. They used to have. They had like a uh, for a while South Park. It was I think it was called SouthParkStudios.com. You could watch all the episodes for free, like on this website for do years. I don't think they do it. No, now it's I for so so. What I don't get is I guess Paramount is owned by Viacom, which owns Comedy Central. So no. South Park is now on Paramount Plus, but yeah. also it's on HBO. Because I remember when HBO Max was starting, one of the big deals was that they bought, they got the rights to okay. South Park. So South yeah. Park was it's leaving, everywhere. It was leaving Hulu and going to HBO I'm Max. I'm guessing Viacom owns Comedy Central. You just said yeah, that, yeah, right? Viacom yeah, Viacom owns okay, Comedy yeah. Central. Yeah, because it's always on Comedy Central when when uh, when Paint was first born. I mean, that's we, all they got left. Yeah, it's yeah. Comedy, uh, South Park's all they have left. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have reruns of The Office and Seinfeld, but like, so does and like Trevor Noah's fine, but like, no one's watching that show like they nah, used to. No, no, John, 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 St- when John Stewart was on there, that was yeah. No yeah one but is. you're right, actually. There's no Workaholics, Broad City. They're no longer on I don't there. Even know, I don't even know what's on comedy. Guess Crank Anchors. All their, but, all their, uh, their stand up. Like people, pe- that's like the last place people will do, do stand up now, now. Yeah, is Comedy Central. It's all Netflix specials. But even people are leaving that. They're doing the Andrew Schultz model. They're releasing it either on YouTube because they just make all the ad revenue or they're releasing it themselves to purchase for like 10 bucks. I know how much money he made off of Millions. Infamous. Millions. Because he re- he re-released it too yeah. for like two weeks. So he must have made bank because that's say, all his I, money, right? I think he's, yeah, I think he said that he made all the money he invested in it to like buy it back and like all the production. He made it back in like the first like 48 hours and then everything on top of that was just gravy. That's crazy. Yeah. And then he also told people to go ahead and pirate it. He was like, he's yeah, like, hey, listen, that, if, you can't, yeah. if you can't buy, you can't yeah, afford it. Times are tough. Go yeah. ahead and just watch it. Like it's fine. Yeah, I mean that's what happens when you make a bunch of money from it. So it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah, and like, and like I said, it's all like direct to him. Um, but I feel like Netflix is probably gonna because they want to stay competitive in that market. They'll start cutting more lucrative deals where it's like, you know, you keep the IP on this, you get. Uh, You'll get like more rights to it. You'll make a bit. You'll get a bigger check from it, and like we'll just let it, but let it live on our platform, that kind of thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so today we're enjoying the Oracle, which is a private label made for us by Placencia. We released it earlier this year. Very good cigar. Yeah, this Nicaraguan, is my first time smoking it. Nicaraguan Puro. It's got a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. Uh, nice, subtle, smooth, a little nutty. Little little rich in there, but a great combination of flavors. Not too zesty. Um, not a ton going. It's not like the most complex thing ever, but it's a great like chill, medium body, yeah. good, good flavor on it. It's a good after uh, like after lunch cigar mm-hmm. for me. I think it's not too heavy. Um, What'd you have for lunch today? I had just had a slice of pizza. Like, just one I, slice of pizza. Yeah, Godfather's. Yeah, I'm trying okay? to be a little bit better. Yeah, you know, now that I have a kid, everyone's worried. And it get morbid and shit. So don't don't overeat. So I had a slice of pizza. It's massive though those slices. Well, yeah, I'm super full. <laughs> That's why yeah. I was like, you had a Godfather slice. Yeah, no, I'm super full. No, no, I'm just saying. I, mean, I could have had two or three, you know. But I was <laughs> like, because I've never been a Godfather. I've only had it here. 
to work. Yeah, I used to go. So to I was like, oh, I'll just grab a quick slice, and I didn't realize how Matt like the restaurant's big. Dude, I so. got a nice. Listen, you can go to go to Jersey Mike's. I got a nice, the regular size on a gluten free gluten free bun. I got they do the, a sandwich in a on um yeah like I don't know what they call it a bucket or but yeah. like it's basically the sandwich without the bread, and they give you more. Yeah, of but it. like here's the thing. That's just a salad. I, if I'm gonna get a salad, I'm just gonna go to a salad place true, and get that's a salad. True. Yeah, but I do the gluten free bread. Um, that's not really more of a weight loss thing. That's more of a I feel Healthy. crappy when I eat. Yeah, actual bread anymore. Although my mom made uh, actual macaroni with the gravy last night because I had Ooh. my cousins over with meatballs, sausage, and then garlic. Like good, it was a good Italian loaf. It yeah, was like a really good. And I felt like shit afterwards, but like once in a it while, felt good. Yeah. Listen, I like the the corn flour pasta. I get like the chickpea pasta, but like actual like the checo like Italian pot, or when it's like fresh made like at a mm-hmm. restaurant. Oof, muddle. Yeah. I went to an Italian restaurant on Friday night. Which one? With, uh, so, you know, Vitali's, the deli over in Parsippany? I think I might yeah. have taken you there once. Yes. So, at at night or it on the weekend. It turns into a restaurant? Yeah, like, but it's like it's just in the deli. Like, it's weird. Gotcha, yeah. It's, it's super small. Food was phenomenal. Uh, I got an amaretto butter pork chop. It was- that probably tastes amazing. Oh, my God. It was balls. Wow. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, buttery is sweet. I had that, had that amaretto. What is that? Amaretto has like, um, not a walnut, uh, ap- ap- uh, almonds. That's it. Sweet. So, it's- but that's also, I'm pretty sure, um, what's the poison that he used to kill somebody? Um, uh, it's with an A. Um, and not, not anthrax, but something that, uh, uh, arsenic. Arsenic has an almond aroma to it really there's a and there's been in movies where people will like they put somebody poisons the drink and they go to have the drink and they smell like almonds and they know it's uh arsenic pretty sure it's arsenic but don't ask me how i know that i guarantee your dad knows that yeah i'm sure he works well with it yeah worked well with it so um a few interesting news uh news things first um i noticed that the um i don't know if we're going to go to it but uh, Puro Sabor is coming back um, this February at the Nicaraguan Cigar Festival. It's, it was canceled the past three years in a row. In 2019, I don't know if you remember, but it was canceled. I don't know if me and Greg, I don't know if we were supposed to go to Puro Sabor, but we had, were going to go to a big, big Drew Estate trip to Nicaragua in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, like that that winter. But it got canceled because there was a civil unrest in Nicaragua, they had like a civil thing going on, a lot of protests and Was riots. it when I started around? Because I started around February of 2019. Yeah, right around So it might have been right before I started because I don't remember hearing that. Yeah, we were supposed to go and then it got canceled. Uh, I remember Skip from uh, Romacraft because he he lives, or at that time he lived like in Esteli and he was like showing pictures and video of like gunshots and protests like, you know, down the block from him. Wow. It, was, it was a scary time for uh, people down there. But then so it got canceled one year for that, and then it got canceled two years in a row for COVID, but they're bringing it back this year. And it's a really cool trip. Um, the new format is the first day is you actually spend a day in the colonial city of Granada, which is like the red tiled roof. Like it looks like a, it looks like something out of Spain. It's really? It's a beautiful looking city, yeah. Then you do, I think you do a night in Managua, and then you do Esteli, which is about three hours from Managua. And then you do a field and you do factories and lunches and then they have like a like a white shirt dinner. How many people go there usually? Uh, thousand maybe. It's a pretty wow. big event. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's also not that expensive. It, it's you 20, said it's a Drew Estate event? Or no, no, no. Oh, it's, this is, every, okay, it's everybody. Gotcha. It's AJ, Drew Estate, Padron, wow. 
Oliva, uh, everybody. It's you, you, you don't get to visit all the factories. You're basically put into a group and then like it's two factories a day. And, gotcha. and you, what, depending on what, what group you're in, you'll get to see some of them. There's too many factories to see all. I mean, dude, half of the things on the yeah. border from Nicaragua. Um, what's cool about it though, it's also not, if you think about it, it's not that expensive. For one person, it was $2,500, but that includes everything except airfare. You got to pay for your airfare, but it's $2,500 for your hotels, all your transportation, um, all the, all the food, all the cigars. They give you a Guayabara shirt and like other stuff. So you get, you get a commemorative box of cigars and you get daily cigars at each That's thing. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. So my problem with doing that is like, it's a cool experience. You know, we could do like a half wheel thing, you know, how they handle the trade show where we kind of like put clips together of, of like each day, but it's hard when you're doing a tour like that to get like any kind of deep content. Yeah. So I would rather plan out a trip of just us when that's not going on, or we can go down maybe for five days, you know, like a Monday yeah, through a Friday as many as and hit three factories, but do a full day in one factory, get a full tour from, from seat to smoke kind of thing. I think it would just provide better, For great better deep, like in detail content. Because otherwise, you're on a tour, tour with, with, a, with 50, hundreds of 50 people, people yeah. 100 people on, in your group. And so, like, everyone's asking questions. This guy's walking in front of the camera. Yeah, people are not this tourist attention. from Kansas wants to know, well, what is tobacco? And it just it ruins the whole vibe of the video. So, you want to, you know, we're, we're lucky enough to be at a level of knowledge where we, if we were touring with AJ, we can ask him certain questions yeah. that, like, a normal cigar. Now, I will say though, some of the guys on these trips are like just legit. They they don't work in the industry, but they're legit dudes. They just they just know a lot about cigars and tobacco and brands and the history. So it is cool. Uh, the other thing that I saw, and I don't know if we've mentioned it here before. It's, it's they they announced it a while ago, but it's finally on sale. Um, and I find it half genius, half I don't like it. La Flor Dominicana released an, uh, a series of NFTs. And how it works is, is that they went for, they went for like sale, like to auction. And there was, I think, I think there's seven of them. It was like called the Golden Bull NFT. And basically, if you win one of the slots, then you have exclusive rights to sell the Golden Andalusian Bull from them. Like no one else can sell it. Yeah, it would only be made for the whoever. Now, now that can be an individual who just like all right, and then you just order them as you want, or it could be and obviously a lot of stores put in for it. But I saw the first bunch that were sold. Two of them got bought by a, a company called Main Street Cigars. They released their names on Half Wheel, and he bought the fir the first one for like eighty five thousand dollars. That was just for like the right to then sell the cigar. So it's like genius for LaFleur, but I also think it's like kind of a scam. Cause like, yeah, you're buying the right where like, and you're going to make that money back. Cause now you're the only one that can sell this cigar, but it's also like LaFleur just made $85,000 on that for nothing. Like cause yeah. we're, you still have to pay us the cost when you want to get the cigars in stock. You still have to pay us for that. So they just, like I said, genius, but also like 85,000 yeah. essentially. Just for someone to own the rights to it, yeah, nothing yeah. physical. I'm sure maybe they get like a plaque or something. I don't, I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, NFTs at this thing are stupid. 
I still haven't wrapped my head around what they are. I kind of like, get I it, but like I also don't care enough. They, they, token, they've collapsed. Right? Like it's like the, the NFT industry has like collapsed. Yeah. Some of those board ape things that were going for like hundreds of thousands of dollars are now like 500 bucks. How long have NFTs been around? I feel like it's only been a year. I feel like it's been like a year of like heavy duty. Like athletes. Yeah. Having that board ape It was stupid, icon. man. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, currency has to be like the exchange of money for goods and services. Like, like, it has to be like a real thing. Like so there's there's no benefit to getting like oh I have I, I own this meme. Okay, people are gonna screenshot that and share it. What are you gonna you gonna track down all of Instagram and arrest them? Like no, like it's 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 so I just think it's a really stupid thing. Now, if you were to like make something and you get somebody like if we were to make a, a jo we'll call it an NFT but not really like a cool jr thing and then we hire somebody to like make a painting. And then we held like an auction or some kind of contest for the painting. Like, hey, here's a physical thing. No one, no one else can have that painting. That painting is yours. But to to own the rights to a digital image, and you think like nobody's going to screenshot this for like yeah. whatever? Well, you're out of your, you're out of your yeah. goddamn mind. So owning the NFT comes with uh, the rights to purchase up to seventy golden bulls per month. Yeah. How much? Are which those? comes out to about fifteen dollars per cigar. Uh, measuring it's a long Lonsdale measuring six and a quarter by 42. Um, and it's a 14 count. The cigars come in 14 count boxes. Yeah. NFT owners will be able to buy one to five boxes a month. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they limit the amount that you can buy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like that. Imagine if like Nick Melillo tomorrow is like, yeah, we want to sell you cigars, but like there's actually like a, like a partnership fee of a, you have to just pay us a hundred thousand dollars for the right to then buy our cigars. I don't know. It kind of seems a little snooty yeah, to me. It kind of like NFT. that's that's in reality what this is. Like they want to make it seem, oh, it's the NFT, dude. Let let's let's be honest. The like minimum you're not, bid is uh, twenty thousand dollars, which is nuts. Yeah, that's that's insane. But think about how long it's gonna take those those comp. Like I can't imagine. Like you, listen, they'll be hot in the beginning, but after a year and a half, well, I can go to one of these stores. Like they're just gonna have them in stock all the time, and they're only fifteen dollars each. Yeah. So I th and and that Main Street Cigars bought the first two. So it was apparently seven owners. Yeah. NFT owners. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think I think if I was Lido Gomez, I think it's like a smart, savvy business decision. But in reality, I'm like, this is kind of silly. Like, why don't you just make somebody a private label and then you work out the price with them? Like, hey, listen, if you want this private label, you gotta make, you know, give me 50 grand. Whatever whatever the case might be. This is just like silly. I just don't get it. To, like I'm, to own the right, and then you still got to pay. It's one thing if you, maybe, the, oh, and you get the first thousand cigars for free. No. It's just the right to then do a normal, you you spent $100,000 on a right to then do a normal transaction of, oh, on top of this, we're going to give you the 20 grand for the five boxes every month. That would be the dream. Uh, yeah. What you say in your personal life. Well, the, 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 the easy part about about it, that particular situation is that it's not like it's not going to cause really a divide because True. there's nobody in the industry who's on board with like like there's like that, yeah. lower tier guys yeah you know but like no manufacturers are like oh yeah he's great like nobody yeah, nobody you, cares yeah yeah like you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, listen, true. You, I'm that's picking, true let's say like i had a problem with nick Millillo, for example like, mm -hmm. like there's people who are like are going to have his back and like now you're causing drama when there shouldn't be drama but somebody who's just like universally disliked is just like fair. Yeah, game. yeah. You're you're yeah. 
It's like making fun of the FDA. There's not going to be some. The only like, thing you're, you he's know. doing is actually uh, bringing to bringing people together and in, in their. Yeah, he's like the Andrew Tate what, of the yeah. cigar world, but yeah. nowhere near as smart. Because <laughs> like for all Andrew Tate being a monster, he was like smart-ish. Like he I was, never cl- watched he was his clever. Stuff. I never watched. His I stuff, was forced so I to sure. get popping up on my algorithm. Did like, you ever watch Andrew Tate stuff, Justin? Did you ever watch Andrew Tate stuff? But now um, he just got banned from everything. He did. He did. I mean, I, I don't know if he was detrimental. People were saying he's detrimental to young, like I think influencing he, young younger boys um, with how they think about women. So yeah, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I I kind of listen. He he is what everyone like what the media like thought Joe Rogan was like, yeah. Oh, he's telling people these anti things and he's all about being like an alpha male. I'm like, no, that's what Andrew Tate is. Andrew yeah. Tate was that guy. You know, he said a thing about like, uh, if a woman, if like you're in a relationship with a woman and she has only fans, like you should get a cut. He's like a psycho. Yeah. He was a psycho. <laughs> yeah, he was like he living was. in a castle in Romania and he got arrested for like traffic. Like he's a psychopath. He is. Yeah, yeah, he moved over there because it's human trafficking laws or something. Yeah, yeah, like, you, yeah. There's, there's no traffic on, or something. Dude. And he's living in Rome, like he, like he's Dracula. He's like yeah. an evil. He's like an evil villain. Yeah, man. But people you looked know? up to him. I here, here's the thing. I don't know anybody, and I know like a lot of alpha. Like, I've seen a few, dudes. few people on my Instagram who like repost him, and they like legit, like they're legit about it. I'm like, damn. Or like if people follow him, like. I feel like if you're going to follow someone, for me, it's like you're more, it's an admiration, not like, oh, let me follow him because he's a shit show. Do you know? Like, I don't need to see that. I could just oh, yeah. Google it. You know, I I don't need to follow him. I feel like when you're following it, you you feed into their ego. Does that make yeah. sense? And I don't think he needed that. You know, he needed the attention he got. But that's the world we live in is where, like, anyone has this platform. But it is kind of wild that, like... <laughs> Facebook and YouTube can just ban people and Twitter, like just ban people. Well, here's now. the thing: there was the, like yeah, that's kind of wild. Con- but he, it, listen, I, I think it's wild when it affects people who are just like, I don't want to get into too much politics mm-hmm. here. But when yeah, it was like some, when it was some COVID stuff that like actually turned out to be true, but before it turned out to be true, they like banning people for that. I'm like, that's yeah. that's bullshit. But for him, when he, he was essentially saying like stuff about like hitting women and women, like women are women are men's problem. It was like really bad yeah. stuff. And I'm like, yeah, get this guy out of here. Like some, so because that sent the world back. That's few, the line. Like, like when you, that's what we, we used to have in society is we used to know where the line is. I don't even care what you're going to say. I don't even care what you're going to say. Uh, but there was a universal line of like what to say and like what not to say. Like, and we were all like, oh, yeah, you can't say that. But like, yeah, even this is like, if it's like mean, it's like font. The problem recently is that line has gotten really muddled yeah. with people saying, you know, like, oh, you know, COVID didn't come from a bat. Like people were getting banned off of Twitter for this. And now it's like basically been shown as true. It's like yeah. this crazy thing. But I feel like Andrew Tate is like, no, see, this is where the line of like, you shouldn't say this. This is where it is. And he got, listen, he went over the line and that's what happens. And also there was like videos of him doing, doing violence to ladies. And yeah. I saw that. Okay. That's, he just doesn't respect, he doesn't respect women. And for the guy, also, for guys who don't respect women, you're, you're garbage. You're garbage guy. Yeah, um, women. For guys who don't respect women, mm-hmm. yes, they, they feed into that. They feed into, oh, you know what? He's right. He's right. But did you see his statement that he made after he got banned? No, I didn't. Where he was basically like, oh, he because he came, instead of like doubling down like a like a true savage, 
he came out and was like, oh, no, they just couldn't tell I was playing a character. I'm like, dude, you have like a harem of eight women. You've had legal trouble and you're telling people like on on a barstool interview to like that women are your property and you think, like, oh, we're supposed to know that you're doing a bit. This isn't yeah, a bit. He's dude, not you're doing a psychopath. A, he's not doing a bit at all. Yeah, yeah. Dude. If like, every video is the same, it's not a bit. It's not really a bit. He's the one guy that I would have actually liked to seen Jake Paul beat the crap out of. I would have loved to see. Well, doesn't Jake he Paul know ju- jujitsu? Andrew, he was a he, he was a kickboxing champion. He was a kickboxing. He, also, he got knocked out a lot, and he hasn't really kickboxed in a couple gotcha. of years. Yeah, so he would. Yeah, and kickboxing is a dif- different sport from yeah. He would boxing. Been, he would have been put on the ground. I, I mean, Jake Jake Paul has has one punch knockout power. Um, but yeah, he's garbage. Uh, but yeah, the NFT thing just just weird, weird kind of thing. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, I can't we'll see, see how it living out. in this space here because I, I don't know how many people really. I haven't heard anybody. It was announced that they were doing this a while ago, and I haven't seen no one. My luck, John Huber is going to come out announce tomorrow that he's doing one. And I'll look like an asshole, but uh, I haven't seen anybody else um, talk like do it. Yeah, um, I can see like um, I, I feel like Drew Estate. Yeah, I was just about to say some yeah. like. I guess companies within Drew's state, like the like Deadwood, Acid, I could see them doing that. I, I, I know it's all under the Drew State umbrella, but I could see them doing things of that nature because they're more. I feel like they try to be, and they are successful as being like their style being a little bit more modern, like the graffiti, yeah. like the Acid sign at the Drew State Barn Smoker. I believe it had like signatures on it. Yeah, the Acid booth at the um, at PCA back in 2019 seemed pretty legit. I could see them kind of diving into that, but, but I couldn't to, see like uh, Herrera Estelle doing. No, it. You know what I'm saying? To, like, I, if they were to do it, it has to involve an ownership. It's like, like, oh, we're gonna do an NFT, and let's say it's a hundred thousand dollars, but now you own this whatever this brand is that we, the, you know, the, the aging room, whatever. You own this brand, meaning whatever sizes you want to come out with, however many you want us to you make for you. you. If you want to make merch, you get to make the merch. You own like the logo and everything. Like, that's what it should be because that, that's what essentially I think an NFT is. Is like if you own this board ape NFT, you own the rights to any depiction of that particular image. You think they would they would leave that up to uh, just I don't want to say regular cigar smoker, but but then, but if you, someone has a hundred grand to spend, that, you're selling it. That, that's yeah. the whole pur- hur- purpose of it. That's true. Like, like this isn't really. That's the thing. This is not really an NFT because, like, you don't. They they have the rights to sell the thing, but they don't like own the thing. An NFT, like you, when you buy the board ape, whatever you own it. Like that's yours. That's yours yeah. If you want to put it on T-shirts, if you want to sell artwork about it, like you, so you own can, all that. I was, I was listening, listening to Sam Tripoli, who's like a total conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And it was something like the government like secretly backed like cryptocurrency because that was like a way that they can control like people's money. Cause then like they could just like take your money away if they wanted to. <laughs> it's like it's That's just scary. like a, yeah. Not anymore. I got the IRS coming after yeah. you, baby. Yeah. That's I'm not even gonna discuss that, except that I find it disgusting. Like uh, there is not a more vile organization in the U.S. government than the IRS, <laughs> and I apologize if anyone out there like works for the IRS. Like I don't think you individually are a bad guy or a bad lady just, just trying to just trying to do your job. I get it, but like you're a professional. Like ta- like dude, tax collectors were so hated throughout history that like Jesus had to get involved and was like, no, like he's an okay guy, but like no, he's a tax collector like it's in the bible <laughs> it's, it's in the bible that these people were like are it's a horrible thing it's like it's almost uh i guess it's kind of i feel like even being a repo man is like is not as bad because like a repo man is like 
listen, you, you bought this thing and like you didn't pay it or like you owe us money because you didn't like there was one guy who uh, put up his truck as a as a bail bond for like his buddy and then his mm-hmm. buddy skipped bail and they came to get his truck and the guy was like yelling at the repo man. He's like, dude, you you chose to do this. Like This is your, this is your fault. But the IRS coming after small business because they made a, little, a couple extra dollars on Venmo. Get the hell out of here. Screw off, dude. Screw off. Yeah, because that, that's we're the ones who need to just try to save a few dollars. So we're the ones who will like, you know, deduct something that maybe, you know, and we save 20 bucks or 30 bucks. But nothing in this with this new IRS is going after like the upper echelon who have all their money in Switzerland and the Caymans. I don't get uh, it, it's it's so scumbaggy, the whole the whole economic system, including the U.S. government. Do you know like that? You, the one and this is the last thing because we're going to wrap this episode up before I go too crazy. You can't file Chapter 11 on student loan debt why it won't it's the only debt you can't file chapter 11 on it's the only one they will not let you get out from under that debt that of course not they have these like all these like loan forgiveness things but they're a bunch of bullshit it's interest for a few months yeah yeah a few months so when you're 22 and and then all of a sudden like oh yeah you have two months to give us back $140,000 good luck you're not yeah dude until you die until you die my brother's still paying it yeah my brother's 35 years old. He's been paying it for 10 years. That's the problem, though. Is but then they force you to go to college. Or they, or they, 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 draw, they, they force you when without forcing you. When you're younger, in, this, in the sense of being like, you ain't shit if you don't go to college. That's kind of, I'm not saying that was the exact words. Dude, I'm not like, using my college degree now literally at all. Yeah, I don't they don't too, care where I, don't I went. Know. But they do care that I went to college. That's that's stupid. Yeah. That's stupid. It's stupid. But they have no idea. They didn't. They never asked me what college I went to. They. I told them I majored in history. They didn't ask what my GPA was. Just the fact that I went to college. Like, oh, you check a box. But I'm like, that's a stupid box. There's plenty of idiots who went to college and plenty of geniuses who didn't. It's like the SATs. I mean, yeah. Look the at SATs, Matt, look at Matt the Damon. point of the SATs are just to see if the, if you're going to graduate. Like that was, the, that was like why they were created to like make sure that colleges can see a, a test thing before you graduate to be like, all right, well, he got a 1600. So yeah, he's definitely going to graduate and he'll be a good student. Yeah. <laughs> plenty, plenty of straight A students who tank the SATs also. <laughs> all right. Well, this was fun. So, um, all right, guys, thanks for listening. Um, next episode, we have a very special guest coming on in uh, Mr. Michael Herklotz from Fetty Otago. Yep. So make sure to, uh, to check back with us. Also, make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yep. And Much to my chagrin, but it is doing well. Our yes. TikTok is doing well. We, um, I don't know when specifically, but within I think within the next month, we're going to be putting these episodes on um, a new YouTube channel. Yep. So we will do... You know, maybe we'll, we'll when we launch it, we'll maybe do a little video about launching it, or we'll just let you guys know that when the episode comes on. But keep an eye out for that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm good, man. Thank you yeah, for thank you 